you guys actually listen to that shit? This is the Unemployable Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Allegory Inc. and Model Citizen Apparel. I definitely should have worn my hoodie. Mm-hmm. She was thinking about wearing her hoodie too. I was Bro. gonna wear my hoodie. <laughs> I just realized we're wearing the same hoodie. Do you want me to go change? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that a final? I mean, I get it. The model citizen apparel hoodies are fire. I only had like leave all this in. I only had a. <laughs> I want them to know he messed a, up. I only had a green hoodie. First off, if you're going to talk, speak into the mic. <laughs> that was smart. All right, I'm cold. I'm so sorry, Katie. You got my flannel. No, it's okay. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, where'd you get that hoodie? Can you give us an intro? Thank you guys for joining us on this episode of Unemployable Podcast. Today we have Katie with us, a.k.a. the f- Tiny Tattooer. What were you going to say? <laughs> FCK, the Tiny Tattooer. A.k.a. known as the f- f- Tiny Tattooer. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, wasn't sure I should have said it. I saw the struggle in your brain as you were trying to say <laughs> that. <right? laughs> well, you did great. See, I knew her from the days before the FCK, that's why. When it was just the word F? The tiny tattoo. <laughs> it was just the tiny tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do we that's a whole with? story. Because that, yeah. that's your account bullshit, right? Yeah. yeah. The tiny tattooer got like held for ransom. Some guy on WhatsApp was like, I have your account. I am the captain money. now. <laughs> that's, a, that's a thing. Like, I'll get messages from my boys all the time. Like, oh, my account got hacked and whatever. I think most of the time, though, they send a link. Right? They and you click on the link and I they take your had stuff. Something to do with my email. They sent an email from like my bank and I clicked on it, but it wasn't. Bro, some my of bank. those fake emails are good. Oh, like, it looked real. The yeah. website was almost the same and yeah. everything. I can appreciate a good scam. Like how <laughs> No, because it's like No, yeah, they're like, damn, they got me. I can't it do takes a lot I of work. the whole brand. So Yeah. <laughs> I'll get, like, emails from, like, TikTok, YouTube, whatever, and it'll have the logo. Some, it'll even have, like, the email. Yeah. You know? And I'll go down the rabbit hole just out of respect for the scam. (laughs) And they always seem to transfer the conversation eventually to WhatsApp, and that's when it's like, all right, you didn't figure this out fully. It got my number because it was on my email. Yeah, yeah, In my email, the sign... The signature has mm. the phone number in it. Yeah. So WhatsApp texting my fucking business line, and then they got a hold of my real number somehow, probably from the email. The best one, and there definitely could be improvement, is they sent me an email. I think it was about, it was either verification or like audience growth from TikTok, had the symbol, had, had a TikTok email, which was pretty impressive. And then... Eventually drove me to WhatsApp, and they said, hey, like, we verified you. We want to give you your verification email. A little sketchy, like, they could have improved that. Yeah. But essentially, they were saying, like, we created an email for you. I'm like, okay, it's not bad. Now, keep in mind, when I mean best, I mean best of the scams. Yeah. You know, most of the scams suck. Yeah. 
But essentially what they were saying is like, now that you're verified, enter your verification email into your TikTok. So like once you do that, obviously they own the email and you're, you're screwed. Yeah. Uh, but that one wasn't bad. That one wasn't bad. Because a lot of the things that people mess up on, they had. So I just, I was like, hey, I respect your scam. You, know? <laughs> you said that. Yeah, it was good. I people just, work hard. You almost got me. My only answer was I hate you. And then I never texted them back or offered them money or anything. I just changed my whole Instagram. Yeah. When I hit 10K, I changed my password. Why? Just because <laughs> what happened to her, what happened to Ricky. Like, Ricky used to be a 10K, lost his shit. And it seems like right when everyone gets to 10K, somebody tries to steal their shit. So I wasn't even. I was only at 6K when I I mean, just don't click on links. Yeah, yeah I don't even. Don't know. answer any emails. And don't, yeah. like, do what strangers tell you to do. That's really oh, what it is. I stopped answering We had that same emails. chick DM us about getting verified. And like, if someone can get into your account without you clicking links, without you performing action, like, they were gonna changing your anyways. password isn't yeah. going to do anything. They were going to get it anyways. Yeah. Just I mean, I hope your account doesn't get. I hope, sure. I hope so, too. I think I'd quit. <laughs> I'd be like one of those just dudes who just tattoos and never posts. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Who's our guest? Katie. <laughs> do you know her? Yeah. How do you know her? Katie works here. Um, How do you know Katie? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Katie's fire. She's a fire artist here. Mm-hmm. We were talking about when she first came in. I don't think... You weren't here yet when she started. Yeah, Katie was here when I f- when I started already. He came a little bit after me. How long have you been here? March will be two years. What about you? December, like beginning of December, was two years. And then it was something like you were getting tattooed by someone here, and then you tell the story. <laughs> so I was working with this person at our last shop that we worked at, and he was like trying to get me to come over here, and I was like, I live in Miami, I'm not making the commute, whatever. And so I come in for a session on my throat. This front piece, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I sit down, and he's like, gets the sense on. He's like, okay, go look in the mirror. Oh, by the way, you have an interview today. The boss will be here in like two minutes. <laughs> and I was like, what? Look at my neck blasted. Yeah, I'm like shitting myself. Wait, so you already got tattooed or not yet? Not yet. So he's like, not only am I about to do like a painful area tattoo, but you're going to do an interview. Yep. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> and then he was like, "Do you want to do it right now?" I was like, "No, can we tattoo me first?" Probably like, proceeds. And you were like a pretty new tattooer, especially then, right? Then, yeah, I was only like, I've been tattooing now for five years, but yeah. including a part of my apprenticeship, right? So I was like fresh out of where I was raised. That was like the first shop outside. You just of left home, yeah, yeah. And he had convinced me to leave that shop to go to the one before and then was trying to get me to do the same thing here. Yeah. And he never led me wrong before, so I was like, okay, I mean, I guess. <laughs> next thing you know, it's been fucking... And back then, were you were you doing, like, exclusively tiny tattoos? No. Kind of a little of everything, I right? Was, yeah, I was just all over the but place. I remember when I started, you were, like, huge, just floral. Anything floral. It didn't have to be micro. It was just floral Everything shit. Everything floral. Well, I feel like that's mm-hmm. a good place to practice fine oh, line yeah. and delicate stuff mm-hmm. especially if you're gonna move to like tiny stuff her floral stuff was fire when i got here i was yeah. like holy shit these are really cool i'd never seen like flowers done like what she was doing so she still had her own thing going yeah it's cool not quite so like focused yeah back then i was all over the place i didn't know what i wanted to actually specialize in or anything yeah it's it's tough 
I mean, I feel like every art, I don't know, whatever. I feel like every artist should choose a direction eventually. Yeah. Probably not till later in your career or just be okay with the fact that directions may change sometimes. Yeah. But it's, you sh- I feel like you should get those first couple of years of just doing everything. I right? did. Because how I are you going to know if you like or don't? Yeah. yeah. I tried it all. If it was something I wasn't confident in, I'd tell the client, like, listen, I don't typically do this. I'll give you a little deal. Let's try it. And then right. tried everything. To figure I mean, it out. especially moving shops. Like, if you want to be a valuable artist moving shops, obviously clientele and, like, having something that's known for. But, like, when the, the shops, like, overflowed with clients and someone comes in and having that ability to do anything in your back pocket is valuable. And, like, people should have that mm-hmm. like even though i never like do color like if i had to take a walk in or whatever like i could pull it off and i think you could and and a lot of the artists could and it's a good quality to have yeah. and i think the newer generation's kind of skipping that step i've noticed that with a lot of like the upcoming apprentices already sticking to one style and stuff and i was yeah. like bro i did script for three years before i was allowed to tattoo anything else yeah <laughs> like I think you should know the basics before you move on to, like, a specialty. Yeah, at least try everything yeah. before, you know, you, you necessarily pick yeah. a direction. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I'm biased. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've, I'm open to a lot of stuff. During my apprenticeship, I was, like, kind of able to choose, maybe. But, like, I'm not type to shy away from doing a tattoo like i still love doing script and you still try I like, different things i like line yeah i just did a color gem on a finger yes the other day like yeah i mean you take you take walk-ins yeah I'm, i'll throw anything down i will and i told her i was like listen like I, I like i can do finger tattoos i do little things but like this is my first color finger tattoo she was like yeah. let's run it and i was happy with the outcome she trusted me it was okay yeah you know it's interesting kind of in the same ballpark of what we're talking about all the time, like, I go on big, bigger artist pages, and usually they have, like, a client fill-out form, or they have their booking policies, and I just look. And I even fill out the form sometimes. Like, last night I was filling out forms just to, like, <laughs> see what's out there. Uh-huh. Some of them I would get tattooed by. I'm more curious about their setup. And the three that I, I'm not going to say names, but the three that I did last night, like, they give you option like they, it was really specific like i didn't even know people were this specific like the one person from last night it was like i only tattoo arms and legs only and i only do like and they gave me be like five topics so like if it were if it were me it'd be like castles girl faces in realism girl faces in neo trad and Creepy like shit. dark neo trad faces that's it and you had to pick you had to pick armor leg and then like one of those styles yeah which i thought was like pretty pretty interesting how specific it was you know and then and then like i'll look at their page and it makes sense because they're all their posts are either arms and legs i mean if you want to develop like a really nice instagram that's way to do it arms yep. and legs baby yeah. <laughs> yeah. my skin yeah and then some were, like, a little more broad. It was kind of like, I mean, not last night. Last night I was only finding very specific things. But it'd be, like, you know, kind of like how we do it. Like, this is the style we kind of stay in. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the raids. This is what the full-day session looks like, whatever. I wonder how specific you could get. Like, only <laughs> hand tattoos. 
Uh, like if you could just only get away with doing inner forearms forever. Like Luke yeah. Ashley only does like palm tattoos, but he'll do other stuff. He just doesn't post it. Right. It's all palm tattoos. I think these people don't do other stuff. I think they, they really only just don't. do. I mean, I think I don't know. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna. I messaged two of them. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, that's wild. We'll see. Only arms and legs. Yeah, it is crazy. What an easy life. Mm-hmm. Only hands. <laughs> Only significant others' names. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Only what are you face doing, Cam? Stats. If you could, if you set up booking policies like that, Only one location, mid- one subject. Middle school face tats. Only face tats for middle school. You got to be careful. We got banned for that video. I remember? <laughs> <laughs> what about I was you? literally gonna go with the classic S. Like the one you used to draw on your desk. Ooh, the Chinese ass. This is bathroom stall ass. Is is it a Chinese ass? I don't know what it is. It's definitely not a Chinese ass. You're just throwing out (laughs) fucking slurs like that? That's what we called it in in school. That's what we called it. They used to call it Chinese ass. They don't even have the letter S in Chinese. Yo, if we like Google it, can we figure this out? I'm on it. Danny, Google, Google just Chinese ass. Chinese ass, I guess. And please tell me. I hope so. He's right. Me too. I'm praying. This is wrong. But it's like where you draw the three lines, the three, yeah. and then the three, three under, and then do, do, diagonal, do, do, diagonal, diagonal, triangle, triangle. Yeah. 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 Oh, damn, you're oh, fuck. <laughs> I knew it. Damn. Listen. <sighs> <laughs> That's, a, that's not it. That's that's a kanji. <laughs> anyway, Cam's, yeah, anyway, Cam's yeah. racist. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, but what's the what's the three line thing? That yeah. Thing. <laughs> what is it? I think that's just like the sign that you're bored in school. That's like probably gonna go to community that's college. That's everyone's <laughs> introduction to graffiti. Yes. Yeah. I'm an artist now. I can draw. An <laughs> I mean, I Vice does. You know, it's legit. What do um, they call it? What does Vice call it? That doesn't call it the Chinese ass. <laughs> <laughs> what is? What the hell is that S thing? <laughs> Everyone drew. Just sound it um, Bro, he's like reading it to himself. Well, there's a lot of. Well, why don't you Words just you start? Whatever's going on in your head, why don't you just say it aloud? Um, I don't care if it's half sentences. Include us in what you're doing. Yeah, my brain hurts. Okay, um, it's definitely inspired by like metal, like music. Is that inspired by Chinese culture? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Has nothing to do with Superman. All right. Um, nothing to do with China. Give Danny's phone back. Yeah, like, <laughs> could we get, like, a good article on it? That now he's blaming <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> no, <you're laughs> All right. They give too much information. I don't care about the Chinese ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're on board. <laughs> so after the you got tattooed, did you, did you interview? Yeah, we had an interview. With me? Yep. How'd it go? It was like right here, actually. <laughs> How'd it go? It was fine. I was like shitting myself. I was super. Had you already been tattooed? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was like not even finished yet either. Oh, wow. We still had to finish. It was on the side. It was side, like a halftime commercial. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it was like my halftime show was an interview that I didn't know I had. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked. 
for like 20 minutes maybe and then i started the next week <laughs> nice you must have done well yeah i think so but that's a rough time to interview yeah i was definitely shitting bricks and like nervous and in pain and it's like i hate you to my friend for doing this <laughs> yeah me. but then and then you had to continue to get tattooed yeah <laughs> but i mean i guess that's cool at the end of the day because, like, you got a tattoo and a job. Yeah, I mean, I'm super grateful for it. Yeah. I, he knows I wouldn't have done it if he didn't do that, so. Sometimes we need our friends to do that. Yeah. You got to be careful with friends like we have. They can push you in the wrong direction, though, sometimes. Oh, he did both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you too? Huh? Oh, I know who she's. I know. I know who she's speaking of. And I'm like, yes, I. Agree. I don't know to talk Chinese ass. <laughs> That's okay. You I'm over here drawing. All right. So what I was thinking is, since you were put in an unfair position with your neck tattoo in an interview, <laughs> and even though you already work here, we're gonna give you a chance to redeem yourself Perfect. on the interview. And I don't know if you know this, but Cam gives a pretty mean interview. So I'm. I'm. His, I'm his co-host on the interview, but he's gonna grow you pretty hard. But it gives you a chance to redeem yourself. Okay. Why should we hire you? Because that, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> she just walked in the show. I don't even want to know her name yet. I like that. Go ahead. <laughs> because wait, I, what, what? What did uh? I'm sorry, dude. She was just trying to talk over you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fired. Not looking good. But what, would, what did Ben say? He's like more like an egg crate type of guy. Or what? Do you remember his McGrash? What? Never mind. Yeah, are you a blade of grass or a I don't like that at all. Me neither. No, it made me let's uncomfortable. Not do that. I don't like that yeah, shit. Yeah, Katie doesn't know. All right. Starting starting over. Okay. What's your name? Katie. Do you have an alias you like to go by? Sometimes people call me Tiny. Why? Because I'm small. Not I the tiny tattoos, it's just you? Checks it's, out. It started Check as, out. as the small thing and then But it's kinda correlated. Yeah, ironically yeah. I do small tattoos now too, so why should we hire you? Because I'm a hard worker and I'm an asset to the shop and um. <laughs> <laughs> she can dance. <laughs> I can dance with my shoulders. We like a good song and dance here at the shop. I think uh, I like I like can what I see that? here. Stop. I like what can I see. Collarbone stick out as far. That's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> Do you have any questions for our soon-to-be new employee? Well, my answers in the original one were way better. I bet. <laughs> so how do you feel about work working around 12 <laughs> a, adult baby men that didn't <laughs> go to college? Sounds like my daily life. You could handle that? Yeah. Do you think that it would be an issue for you to generate clientele in this area? Why not? You have your own clientele? I have my own clientele. Nice. A lot of them. A lot of return clients. Mm -hmm. You believe her? Mm -hmm. Do you? What? Do you? Yeah, I do payroll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, you ask it's a question. It's weird doing this on a Friday, I gotta say. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, what's like a quality of tattooer that you want to work around? Somebody who works hard, uh, like Katie. What does that even uh, mean? Though? Somebody who's, who's excited to tattoo. 
And I see that a lot in Katie. Yeah. Like, she'll have a cool piece. She comes in energetic. Did you seen her tattoo before? Once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. She doesn't work That's here weird, yet. That's weird, because we just met her. She doesn't work yeah. here yet. From what I've seen in the Instagrams, she looks like she likes what she does. Right. Where do you apprentice? <laughs> we found a crack. <laughs> we found the crack. Salvation, the first time. Nice. I've heard worse. I don't really know anything about that job. The one on South. The Beach. one in Coral Springs. Oh no. Oh, in South Beach. <clears throat> yeah. Anything with South Beach is. They made me a piercer. What? Like my third day there, because their piercer quit, and he was like, "It's not hard. You'll figure it out. Just watch some YouTube videos." That was sick. You can learn a lot from YouTube. It is a golden gateway of not that. I mean, not that I would tell anyone ever to do that. That's just laziness. That's like I don't know. Watch YouTube. Like I you didn't know? even have to go get my license. I was just poking these people with no training. Bro, if some mentor told me to watch YouTube on something because they didn't know or like all the time, I would quit. I did end up quitting. Yeah, and had to redo. Basically Look, let me, to if it, it's like one thing if it's like yo, I'm showing you like how to do this, and we're sitting together, and then I'm like watch a couple of videos, like you know, to follow up. And I wasn't, I had no interest in piercing. Right. At all. I have piercings. Yeah, that's it. I wanted to be a tattoo artist, and he would like try to explain to me when he tattooed. He's like, I don't really know. It just happens this way, and this is how I do it. You gotta try right. everything you can. And I was like, okay, try what? Like, you're not explaining anything. And that was, like, a huge struggle. And I was just fucking ruining people's ears and <laughs> faces. And You were learning. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. I learned how to trace a lot off of Pinterest at that shop. A lot. Yeah. I'm really great at tracing and uh, editing Pinterest flash pages. I feel like as a modern-day apprentice, you have to be mm. a Pinterest wizard. Bro, that's <laughs> all I learned there. When you trace, would you do it with... On the iPad, or would you do it with, like, manual? Like a pencil. Pencils. A That's actually pretty decent for, <clears throat> like, line depth and I line work. I actually didn't have an iPad until halfway through my next apprenticeship. The owner Your next one, hers. you did too? Yeah, I quit that one because I didn't fucking learn anything. I was like, I can't even hold a machine. Right. <laughs> like, what? Right. That is kind of a weird thing to get used to in the beginning is, like, That was literally why aspect. I said it. That was the hardest thing for me. What machine were you were you running a pen at the time or was it like mm. oh, okay? No, I actually it was a coil at first. Right. Um I don't even fucking remember their name. It was some weird Chinese thing that the mentor gave me. Was it a Chinese S machine? <laughs> Probably. I think it was the Chinese S machine actually. Kinda wish that was like my first tattoo now. <laughs> I should have gave Adrian one of those. A Chinese S? Yeah. What do you think? Should we hire him? You don't have any other questions? Wait, so how'd the second apprenticeship go? There we go. Much better. Yeah? Luckily. Yeah, it was at... Oh! Oh! <laughs> kind of like that towards the end, but, like, the apprenticeship was much better. Yeah. <laughs> and how long was the second apprenticeship? Um, In total, probably a year. And then do you feel like you got what you wanted out of the first one from that one? Or did you kind of no, settle? I, I settled. You like, just, I, yeah. I didn't have a specific mentor. It was kind of go watch everybody tattoo and ask questions. 
Which isn't a bad thing, I would say, in all it's cases. No, but I didn't know what questions to ask. Yeah. So I would just stare at people. I while mean, you they really, tattoo, you like really don't until you start tattooing. Because yeah. even like you, you'd be like, you have any questions? And I'd be like, I don't know. No, because I don't know. But I'm I big on like, just start asking stuff. That's yeah. what I did. I was like, what needle is that? Why are you using yeah, that? Why do you do it that way? Why do you hold your machine like yeah, that? Yeah, because it'll, they'll, the artist will like curve you in the right direction, mm-hmm. at least here. Yeah. Because I remember my mentor did that. And and that's why I'll, I'll do it with everyone because I, I like it. Because in the beginning, like, I ask questions that don't really matter. Yeah. I'd be like, is there a reason you're sitting like that? And yeah. they're like, no. no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like, they're like ask me about like, my machine and my setup. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, is there a reason you set up at this time in the morning? Like, no, I never knew to ask, no, don't like, ask why do you have all those, like, things of liquid on your thing like what are those things you yeah know? they all look black yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, i thought they just came with the station yeah, <laughs> yeah. like a, when you walk into a dentist's office or yeah, something everything's already there like, set up. yeah just decorative yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest i like rarely use the green soap anyway i don't really use green soap till the end I'll yeah do just kind of like end. pat i'll clean the skin and stuff in the beginning but i use lotion yeah. Or I'll use witch hazel in the beginning and really get the shit out of your pores well i'm careful about the product stuff because in my head, like, if I overuse these products, it's not good on the skin, mm-hmm. you know? And some people might argue that, but it, I, I'm simple. So if I'm, like, just patting with the fucking towel and not doing too much trauma to the skin, it's good. Some people, like, lather mm-hmm. their shit. Like, every break, every time they're done with ink, and it's just, like, so much stuff to the skin. I will use a lot of back team, though. I do Bactine. Bactine. But it cleans, so yeah. it's good. And it cleans everything up, and like you can't use it till you're got the outline. Yeah, pretty much. I probably use that more than green soap. I use Bactine yeah. way more than green soap. Mm-hmm. That green soap that I just filled up like two days ago will last <laughs> you like a month. You have any other questions? Um, He's like looking around as if we wrote this down. Yeah, we didn't really. You can work five days a week? I can work five days a week, six if you need me. You come in early, stay late? What was your first week at the shop like? Dude, I didn't speak. Are you breaking the interview? <laughs> you are. Huh? Just hire her then. <laughs> well, you want to ask dumb fucking well, questions. <laughs> didn't we just say she she got hired though? Uh, We'll call you tomorrow and let you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Keep the line open. All right. We can ask you questions. I think, do you think she redeemed herself from the first inter- interview? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't here for the first one, but I I, I thought you said you were here. Well, I am now. That's all that matters. Oh, so you came in before. I thought you said you've been here longer. No, so March will be so, two years. I mean, I don't really care. Yeah. But, okay. How do you think she did on her second interview? Two thumbs up. Wait, so you were here for Cam's and, interview. Yeah. Shoulder shrugs. So you remember. I and LaFleur also had a part in that. Yeah, LaFleur had a part in Cam's, too, because he was like, yeah, some gay kid keeps hitting me up trying to look <laughs> yeah, at me. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And then next thing you know, this kid shows up, and John looks at me, he's like, that's the kid that I never answered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his words, not ours. Yeah. Yep. Right. You did great. He ended up liking me. I know. He doesn't like anybody, but yeah, yes. He really doesn't. <laughs> he gave me a machine. I was like, I think I made it. Yeah. <laughs> he taught me things when I was struggling through that whole apprenticeship. I would just like get him drunk and make him teach me secrets. That's honestly how I learned how to tattoo. Get drunk and tell secrets. Get well, drunk get other drunk. people yeah. drunk and yeah. tell yeah. their secrets. And tell secrets. 
It's a pretty good game plan. I mean, it worked. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love that aspect of the shop, like the social life afterwards. Even though it's like not always a good time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's still always the potential for it to be a good time. Exactly. So it's like a gamble, and I love to gamble. I like It's to like, you know what, fuck it. Let's go out to the bar with the boys, you know, <laughs> and see, see whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Oh, Sometimes, you know, we come in and we the next day, and we have great stories about how fun it was and silly things that happened. And then sometimes we come in, and no one's speaking to, no each, one's other. Speaking to each other. <laughs> it's just part of the life, dude. Yeah. There's a lot of regrets that happen. Oh, a lot Check of your phone. Bad yeah. decisions. Make sure no other alarms are going off. <laughs> I think we, we have another one incoming in 15 minutes. Yep. All right. Why don't you turn no, it off? Sure. See, that was my normal wake up alarm. What time is it? How 10 o'clock. Still late 10 o'clock? I guess when I was. See, who ago, said I get out of bed at 10 though? What? Who said I'm getting out of bed at 10 though? He like wakes up, checks his Instagram. He's like, shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> 10.30 is a good time to roll out. Yeah. I I don't think I started getting up before 10 until 25. I used to be an early person. When I was doing my apprenticeship, I had three jobs. Yeah. My first one started at 7.30 in the morning. And then the last one ended at 5 in the morning usually. <laughs> So. Well, and you were in Miami for a while. Yeah. I feel like that's different. Yeah. Like, you have to get used to, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you have to get used to being out two, three in the morning, and, and you need sleep, so you're sleeping in. Yeah. It's kind of like a later lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't like Miami. I stay as far away it's, from that place as I can. I don't really like Miami either. Yeah. No, I hate it's it. so bad. When I was like 18 with a fake ID going to all the clubs, it was great. I'm miserable well, it's, it's, in Fort Lauderdale. It's better when you live there. It's kind of like the New York City of Florida. Yeah. Like it's annoying going in and out. I, I hated living there. I lived there 11 years almost. Yeah. Awful. It's a long time. Going everywhere <laughs> from Kendall to fucking North Miami. Yeah. All over. Yeah, I, I don't like Fort Lauderdale. I <laughs> like Fort Lauderdale because well, I compared hate to like yeah, compared like to like Lauderdale. Coral Springs, like this place sucks. Coral Springs has like what are you talking about? It's just it's just traffic old people here. And golf courses. Exactly, it's great. There's no traffic. <laughs> Each road's like three lanes. Even yeah, there's nothing to do. Yeah, it's great. You're you can, boring. You can fucking <laughs> yeah, it's great. You can find a front row parking spot at any place you go to. It's amazing. Yeah, but you, listen, like, I live in the city. Yeah. I don't have to drive. You don't. I got rid of my car so like, I moved here. <laughs> and all the cool stuff is here. Yeah. I mean, you should just move here. It's a I great mean, city. I, I want to. I'm going to find myself here. I'm just not looking forward to it. <laughs> wow. You, you see how quake he flipped on that? <laughs> Well, I mean, I do want to get closer to But you don't have to lie to, to us about your boring town. Yeah, I mean, it's super boring, but that's what I like about it. I always like like where I live. I want it to be chill. I don't want it. No, no, that crazy. that part I get, yeah. but I feel like you can maintain that here in in the city. Yeah. You just have to. I live get. a block away. I think my house is for really a lot fucking of peaceful. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, the only I live problem a block is like sometimes at four a.m. you'll hear the homeless guys outside, but like, yeah, I'm on the third floor. They're far away. Yeah, it's okay. See, but what I have to, what I pay for peace over there, and what you guys pay for peace here is huge difference. That's fair. Like three times difference, probably. Yeah. Like majorly. Also, 
Well, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you mean live with your mom? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I contribute. Wait, wait, hold on. And though. if I had, if me, if no, me I, know and I know you contribute here, and I'll vouch. Contributing way yeah. fucking more. Right. <laughs> but, like, if you had the whole house yourself and you took on that bill, would it really be that different? Yeah. Have you looked at real estate around here? Yeah, and then I've looked. But at for it, like I've a normal place, not like what Seth lives in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not not. It's nothing. To, like it's doable. But then I want to get the piece that you have. I was like, am I gonna rip him? I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, almost, I almost just left you alone. <laughs> Danny can edit coming. it out or whatever. Uh, all right, whatever. I don't care where you live. Um, <laughs> so. I, based off what you've said and being here, I mean, typically you're working in like shops that have a dominant male presence. Always. Right? Always. Like way, guys way outnumber the females. Always. Especially here at one point, I was the only female for uh, like a couple months. How's that been? I mean. Um, and the reason I ask is because what I've seen, you really vibe and get along with with them the boys are like my best friends like and I, almost like some other you know women i've seen come into the shop the how they vibe and like mold with the guy it's like nothing compared to you yeah like you seem to like master it i mean i grew up pretty much my whole life as the one girl in a group of a bunch of guys right i was always like the tomboy or like wanted to hang with the boys and yeah. go do crazy stupid shit and so that's just kind of how I grew up, and so it's been easy for me. Yeah. I live for the chaos. Cool. So, like, having a bunch of crazy men, pit bull friends is fun. Yeah. Dating kind of sucks when all your friends look like mine. Yeah. Go on. People <laughs> Elaborate. People will literally, like, walk to the other side of a bar when I go out with these guys. Well, yeah, because you'll show up, like, six, seven guys deep. And just me. And Little they me. all yeah. look weird. Yeah, we all, all look Or scary. Yeah. yeah. Ricky, me and Ricky are always together. That motherfucker is like a personal pit bull. Yeah. Like, people will not come up to me. Right. With Ricky. Do you sometimes wish they would come up to you? Uh, I mean, when I was single and, like trying to date yeah i yeah. was like ricky can you go over there like yeah. let me be over here by myself because well, i feel like it is more common for women to be approached than yes. men yes. right so if if you're single and you're dating typically not all the time but you might be looking to be approached yes. right i'm also like super weird like i don't like being approached i like to do the approaching cool yeah so, like <laughs> I think a lot of times males prefer being approached. I I don't think yeah. I've ever takes the been with off. or dated somebody that I haven't gone after. Like if someone comes after me, I don't want it. Yeah. I want to do the pursuing. Like you know what you want, yeah. you're going after it, everyone else can fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of like that too. Yeah. So that's why like in bars, like if people come up to me, I don't really like it. But then again, when I was super single, like I'm going to kill myself if I don't find somebody new. <laughs> like... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like, yo, I got to get this done. I got to, because, like, I go through recycling, you know? When you're yeah, single, yeah. you got the That's rotation. That's good. You, keep, you stay green. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, I need new. Yeah. And you know when you got to go buy a new shirt to feel better? Yeah. Something yeah. new. And I was going or out shoes. with these guys. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> it wasn't yeah, like <laughs> Your boy needs to feel better a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's what it was. And, um. 
that part was weird, but I'm honestly kind of grateful. Like, Bobby, there's been times guys do come up to me, and I don't want them to. And all uh, I have to do is look up, and then I got these fucking security guards, basically, yeah. for friends coming up. Like, what are you doing? Right. So. And that's kind of cool, because it's like relationships develop through work, through the yeah. shop. Yeah. And I was talking to my client yesterday, because he was like laughing about the bands are going back and forth. And I was like, as much as this is work for us, this is our social life as yeah. well. And we're going to continue this conversation after most of the time, yep. you know, and destroy the local bar or whatever. <laughs> yep. In their bathroom. What do you prefer? Do you prefer to approach or be approached? By men. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I like to be approached. You like to be approached? Yeah. Lazy. What happens if you're approached by people you're not interested in? Uh, politely decline them. But, you know, I'm not interested. You don't just ghost them? Oh, that's a good one. I'd like to do that. That's what I, I do that a lot, yeah. I just don't answer people. Yeah, I'm a ghoster for sure. I'm bad. But you can't, like, ghost someone in person, can you? Like, like you're <laughs> at the bar and they come up. What, you just don't answer them? What I away? do is I Swivel make chair. the ugliest face I can at Let me them. see. Do it in the like, camera. I'll be like, hey. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, pretty good. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they run away and that works. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you just start like having like weird ticks and you just Yeah, and then they go to Bobby and they're like, Yeah, you're autistic sister. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull out like the weird leg thing I do when I'm dancing. Like, oh, your little thing. weird little leg wiggle thing. Hi, yeah. <laughs> you do the shoulder thing you were doing before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that might attract some. Though. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, it might work too well. That. <laughs> That's the problem. Some people are like into the weirdness and then it backfires. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, now they're like, I'm yeah. in love. <laughs> And then, like, some people are into the mean thing. So, like, if you, like, oh, if you're, like fuck discard off. someone, they like, oh, like yeah. it. They're, like, it's honestly, I wasn't even mean, interested. But since you treated me the way my dad does, I love you now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, like, my dating history. <laughs> <laughs> you can relate. <laughs> I can relate. Right. How? So you're in a relationship now. So none of that applies right now. Do you prefer to be in a relationship? just because of like the easiness and like i have an excuse to not answer these people now yeah yeah i I mean that's a pretty good card to play hey i have a Mm -hmm. boyfriend yeah leave me alone right that's it which attracts a whole another set yeah but um challenge i like having a person that i'm comfortable with yeah to be around a lot Sometimes it's tough dating and being in a relationship. Well, it always is, you know, compromise, you know, is the key, I feel like, to any successful relationship. But specific to the tattoo industry. It's really hard to date someone not in the industry. Yeah. It is really hard to, like, explain your lifestyle to someone who has a much more normal lifestyle. Right. I mean, there's a lot of factors. Like, one... You're developing relationships with people every day. day. You're breaking the touch barrier. Mm -hmm. Um, You're communicating with these people on a regular, male, female, whatever, you know. Uh, You're dealing with, you know, nudity. You're dealing with emotions, pain, like all that exposure, you know. And like... And you're breaking all these typical social boundaries. It's a lot more intimate, like our client relationships. It's this fast-paced relationship. I don't. I feel like a lot of people don't think about it. It's fast-paced. Yeah. Like we are deciding to trust each other right off the bat. You the know, a lot of you send me a deposit, you trust me. 
Right. And we're talking about, you know, tattoos, design, creativity, interests, emotions, whatever the piece is about. We're creating something together, right? Teamwork. Like all these bonding things come right away. Yeah. And it is something that someone could get jealous about really easily, right? Yes. That's been a problem in the past. Not with my current relationship, but right. in the past, if I've tried to date someone outside of the industry, it gets crazy. It's like, you're, I, Everything, everything I did was like a problem. I'd be working late one night. No, you're not. Send me a picture, you know? Yeah. Like That's stuff tough. Like that. That's tough. I fucking hate that shit. I won't deal with it anymore. I'm too old for that shit. Yeah. This Especially is my life. This is what I do. Yeah, when we feel how we feel about our jobs, I don't want to explain it to you. you. Just understand it or don't. Right. And I mean, if anyone, like, if we get close to anyone, hopefully they can see how important the job is to us and we can, you know, make compromises around that. Like my when I'm when I was dating, the number one thing I was looking for was like someone that wasn't jealous. Mm-hmm. Someone that had their own life. Same. You know, like you have your life, I have mine, and then we share it together. Yep. You know? There's but, parts we share, but there's parts that yeah. we don't. Because maybe you've had this too. Like I've had in the past relationships where someone didn't have their own life and they just end up coming to the shop all the time. Have you had that? Yeah, do you remember how much no one li- was in this shop? I forgot, yeah. Fucking life. Yeah. That's tough and it's weird for everyone. It's super weird. What you know about dating? <laughs> My girlfriend's here way too much. <laughs> he gets it. He gets it. <laughs> yeah. You think it's tough, it. dating? Yeah, at least she kind of understands like what's good with my career. She what about what about just like before like dating and like the single life, like what we're talking about? Well, my first girlfriend sucked when I first started. Th- I didn't understand it then. Right. Like, like what Katie just said, like how they just don't understand the lifestyle, mm-hmm. and neither did they, did I. Like just yeah. getting into it, it's like I'm starting that lifestyle. It's like I'm not even sure what the fuck's to come. Yeah. So it is kind of hard to explain it to somebody else when you're just fucking going through it too. Yeah, because it is a huge, major lifestyle change. It's a huge lifestyle. You live on a completely different time frame than everyone else. It's like you work a lot fucking more. You work when you're not at the shop. You're working when you're home. You're working yeah. when you're here. You have no, to answer. It's, it's nonstop. And like I said, it is like weird coming, going into a career where it is like client-based and you work one-on-one with people. What about with all the attention you're getting on social media? It's a little difficult too sometimes, you know. Ma- maintaining a, an image, trying not to make a fool of yourself. Um, what about like all the attention you're getting, and then how like you and your girl deal with it? it really comes down to just trusting each other, not being insecure. Um, like communi- pretty sure like you go getting about yeah, it. Yeah, like you go through the same fucking thing. Um, it is what it is, but at the end of the day, there's more bonuses to that than like the negatives like, like what don't, like don't worry about the clients that want to get at us like think about all the other clients that it's helped me get you know like the bonus and the payout of it was way more in other areas than sure like the dumb stupid little people that want to get at you you know yeah so like no yeah like even now like, i'm still trying to figure it out i still don't know you know right it's all super new to me how do you think you're doing horrible <laughs> i mean i'm trying but it's it's a lot yeah sure i mean i think the hardest part of any job is the relationships and dealing with people 
not just specific to the dating, but like just dealing with people. Even keeping friendships has been really tough. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm stressed a lot. I don't have time for people's bullshit anymore. I work. I travel. I'm doing everything I can to like get my career where I want it. And a lot of my friends have these normal people, corporate jobs, and they just can't understand why I can't give them all of my time. But if I'm fully booked for the week, I'm tattooing all day, drawing all night, got to find time to eat and sleep sometimes, might have a social life, probably not that week, you know, that's tough. Yeah, and like being booked out for so long, it's tough to incorporate. Yeah, the whole life is planned. whole life is planned. That's why I only book out a few months at a time. Yeah. I don't like being booked more than like three months ahead because I don't know where, what, if I'm going to need to go somewhere. Guest spot, convention, something. Yeah, yeah, something pops up. Yeah, I think we're going to pull mine back because it was like too far. It was just too hard to live. You know, like spontaneous trips, like doing things that like all that was gone. Yeah. And like all my friends, all, you know, relationships, whatever, like even family. Yeah. I just stopped getting invited to it because they know I'll say no. Yeah. You know, and I'm trying to like tell him like, yeah, like just ask me like a year plus in advance, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like a lot of times it doesn't fly or yeah. whatever. A lot of times that's impossible. Yeah. And then also like tra- traveling a lot. I used to travel a lot more. And then, you know, we had like COVID and stuff, which kind of kept everyone in. But we're trying to get back into the game. I know you've maintained travel and plan to travel. You've got a trip coming up, right? Yes. So I'm young? leaving tomorrow, actually. Oh, I'm really? Going to Salt Lake City. <laughs> Nice. I have a guest spot up at Olympus Tattoo. Nice. Um, and then in May, we also have plans to travel again. To New York. To New York. Empire State, baby. That's right. And we just got back from Philly. Cam just did his first convention ever. First convention. That's all he has to say about That's it. That's it? Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still processing some of this shit that happened. All right, so let, like, walk us through this. Like, All right. You find out, like, you you can do this. We're like, all right, yeah, yeah. like, let's go. Let's try it. Ooh. Ricky's explaining a little bit how to book. Yeah. Super glad I went with Ricky. Okay. Ricky. Ricky's a convention hopper. He, like, knows what's good. Philly, that was not his first Philly. Um, Ricky made Philly for me last year. Yeah, Ricky really was kind of, like, my tour guide, my tat guide for the trip. Um, <laughs> really took care of me and Alex. Because uh, you went with Allegory. Yeah. So it's pretty much like me and Ricky repping the shop. We had Phil and Dan, but they were with the Tatsu Freedom booth. Um, you know, Alex was in our booth too. It was just really good. Ricky kind of knew what's up. He told me anything and now even you, you were giving me like the pointers, like what not to do, what to do, how to act, you know, convention etiquette. Um, how did you feel good. about like the craziness of all the surroundings compared to like a shop that's not that crazy? So yeah, uh, Philly was intense. Uh, I do think our booth placement was cool. It was, for my first convention, probably a lot better for me because we were, like, in a corner, and we didn't have anything across from us. It was literally just us, booth next to us, booth next to us. So, like, the way our setup was was, like, pretty good for me on my first convention. Um, The placement could have been better. Could have been, yeah. We had traffic, but we weren't in, like, a high traffic area. Thankfully, like, that didn't matter. But if we were in a high-traffic area, it might have been overwhelming. Been overwhelming. I think so. My first my convention, first that's what overwhelmed me. Like, there's so... I'm super ADD, bro. And you got that much stuff happening around me? I'm yeah. like... Focus, 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 focus. 
okay. Yeah. Your tattooing. I'm tattooing tattoo next to him, you yeah. know. So we got stopped a couple times, but it was it was cool. Yeah, I was able to like stop and hop back into my tattooing like more fluent than I thought I'd be able to be. How was like doing the 14, 15 hour work days, going out till three, four in the morning, and then waking up early to do it again? To be honest, it was first convention, so I had so much adrenaline running through me. Anxiety, excitement. Yeah, bro, I, yeah. I slept like six hours all weekend combined yeah. type like shit. It's like, you know. That doesn't go away. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, I'm slow, so I'll do the same thing here. Like, we'll open till 12, and I'll be tattooing until 10, 11 after everyone's gone anyways. So. What would you have done differently? For the next convention. Fly. Book, yeah. Maybe maybe fly. Because you drove up there, depend, right? Yeah, dro- oh. the drive was a little rough. Um, we were also, like, extremely overpacked in the car. So it was uncomfortable to drive. Like, if we weren't overpacked, it might have been comfortable. Like, maybe if I was able to pull my seat back all the way so Alex could go back. Right. You know, it's like we were jammed in that car so yeah, either bigger car or yeah. fly or fly um yeah philly was a 16 hour car ride so that was pretty intense ricky likes to do shink things like straight shot so right. there's no like stop rest you know we're all gonna crash here for the night it's like no 16 hours in the car boom you stiff as shit when you get there yeah um and were you guys sleeping tattoo. in the car the first, first night? night yeah That's because wild. because our, our airbnb would not reprove us for the early check-in Gotcha. You but slept in the car? For two hours and ended up working out perfect. And Ricky's boy, Kevin, hit us up. and was like, yo, I have a couch for y'all for the night. So we went Is there. that the couch you and Alex were spooning mm-hmm. on? Yeah. Right. That's like the convention living stuff. I'm glad you yeah, got to I was experience like, yeah, I was like, yeah. This is what it's about, though. Yeah. I was yeah. so excited. Like, I literally couldn't even... When they said we slept in the car for two hours, like I couldn't fucking sleep, bro. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, I'm in fucking Philly right now. Like, <laughs> it's fucking... <laughs> Yo, but we would just like show up and like no planning and be like, where are our boys at? Who who's mm-hmm. got the Airbnb like ten deep in a two person Airbnb? Like, yeah. that was a shit, and it like limits your cost. And in the my first couple conventions, like I was always trying to like get get there and only spend like two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks the whole trip, Same. right? Because mm-hmm. that's always the thing. It's like you know your your margins like my my overhead versus my profit and especially if you don't have appointments booked which i know you did but if you don't you don't want to you know start that negative number too high (laughs) i had nothing booked my first convention yeah i was like shitting myself i went with other people who like had done one or two before but nothing like super experienced and i don't know how i pulled it off but well, yeah, and it's, it's different because, like, if someone walks in a shop, like, that's a hot lead. You know they want a tattoo or piercing. Yeah. They came to you. Yeah. Convention's a bunch of stuff. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's people just looking. Like, yeah. they're, it's not as hot of a lead. And, like, you have to work on your salesmanship. That's what you know? I you were telling stood me, like, you in the grab front of people. my booth the whole time. Yeah. Talking to everybody going by, giving out stickers, giving out. I went to Walmart, got postcards made for, like, five cents each. Handing that shit out with my Instagram on it. Yeah. And then I ended up making a lot of money for the convention. It's a great time to learn that shit. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a make or break for some people. And I mean, we were going over it. Like, yo, this is what's going to make you stand out from every other fucking booth that's in there? You know, and like, you can't be afraid to talk to people. You know, you say you like to be approached, <laughs> sir, it's the other way. Yeah. Like, you're grabbing people like, oh, what's up, guys? You enjoying the convention, mm-hmm. you know? Yo, first like, convention. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. First time here. Mm-hmm. 
uh, no, we went last year. What do you think compared to last year? Is this year good? You know, and you're having a conversation with them, right? Because they, they want that trust. And it's like, yo, what's the favorite booth you've seen so far? You maybe yep. make a joke. Psh, they're not better than ours. Whatever. Like, you're a dumb fucking salesman. <laughs> yep. Whatever it is. But it gets you, like, used to, to talking to people, yeah. you know? Even if it's, like, not even to just sell them on a tattoo, but because for some of these people, this is their first introduction to the tattoo world, anything. Yeah. Some people mm -hmm. are like, wow, oh, there's a convention going on. They don't even know what it's for. Ten like, admission. Like, yeah, we just it. want something to do on <laughs> yeah. a Saturday. Yeah. It's for, yeah. You know, and if they leave and they're like, yo, I talked to one of the tattooers. They were so nice to me. And even if they don't get tattooed, yeah. like it helps the industry. It helped you know? me even with like artists that I admire. I would never go up to people. Like when I first started here, I don't think I spoke for six months. Right. I was so intimidated <laughs> by you guys. You right. were all super good. I'm intimidated by a good artist. Conventions are what got me to be like, dude, mm -hmm. I'm in love with your work. I'm going to take your card. I'm also an artist. Yeah. Like, well, I'm going to follow you on Instagram, yeah. making these connections. I realized how artists. like humble a lot of those dudes are. Yeah. Right. They're just crazy back pieces and yeah. three-day pieces and award-winning. And they're like, Oh, this is what I did last week. Yeah. yeah. So Thank you. But what it is, you work on today? It is a show. I show my shitty little peony, yeah. and he's like, oh, it's cool. So I like to try to see them after hours at, like, bars oh, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because everyone can put on the show at, yep. at the yeah, convention. Yeah, at the convention. Or, like, sometimes I'll go to their booth, like, more, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, as I know they're, like, being worn down. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they have to, like, drop the facade, if it is a facade. Yeah. But there was a couple that, like, I went and I was like, because I do that, too. Like, I went up to a couple booths, you know, met some people, whatever. And it's kind of tough. I don't know if you can relate to this, but I'm so used to just seeing the artwork. I don't know what everyone looks like. I don't know what people look like. Thank God, like, he fucking knows what everyone looks like. And he's like, that's that person. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, that's like that's it. Poor guy. Yeah. Like I follow them on Instagram. We don't typically post yeah. their faces as much as we post tattoos. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know. And some people do that on purpose. Yeah. They're like, I want you to look at the work, not at the face. Yeah. 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 Was there any was there any beef at the convention? <laughs> Nobody wants that. I didn't really <laughs> see any. But no. I didn't get to like leave the booth as much yeah, we as I wanted to. That was like one thing you were saying if I would, how I would do differently is probably like book differently a little bit. I want to be able to adventure a little bit more. I keep one of my days like shorter, yeah. so I have a couple. I think hours. I'm gonna book. Well, the Saturday is day. usually like twelve or thirteen hours. Exactly. So I'll even if you book like one shorter. day session, you still have hours after. Exactly. We we did that and then ended up doing a banger after our. Appointment. Yeah, I took on a walk up. We both took a walk up yeah. after yeah. our Saturday. So yeah. by the time we were finished tattooing, it was eleven o'clock. We had to pack up and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Well, the conventions are so nice because you're just there to tattoo. Yeah. You know what I mean. There's none of this, like, outside pull on, like, personal life or relationships or, like, whatever it is. Like, you have nothing better to do. And I feel like all the artists are usually super hype about being there. Everyone's yeah. just oh, in a good yeah. mood. Convention energy is, like, my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good energy. Everyone's just hype and, like, excited and ready to go. What were some things, like, you learned after, like, doing multiple conventions? Like, I'm going to do this this way, that that way. Definitely my setup. Like, if you have a nice-looking booth, people are coming to you. If yeah. you have nothing, no art, no banners, no nothing, no one's coming to you. Yeah. 
So definitely like making it eye catching was something I learned quick. That was one thing I was like looking at while I was there. Like I'm looking at people with like LED signs. Yeah, like, I had, Yo, you I had a whole tablecloth. I brought decorations yeah. for the table. Yeah, I had, everything up, like, was like themed and matching. Bushes and fucking little mini trees and shit. There. Yep. Like, oh and I think God. selling things on your table. Yes. Yeah. That's just part of the convention. Just not so an empty I've table. I've been able to. I've had prints for sale and stuff, but yeah. like... That's why I've also thought about bringing an assistant to these things with me. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. What? Oh, Chris. Bring, bring Chris. Because <laughs> um, you have to be tattooing and watching your surroundings. And talking to people and making sure people are seeing you and like, hi, I'm Katie. Yeah. This and that's something that you have to work on. Because like Alex would leave the booth and Cam freaked out one of the times. Yeah. He's like, yo, I'm trying to fucking tattoo. I don't have time to watch all this. And I'm like, this is part of the convention. It really is. Though. You yeah. have to start multitasking. Yeah. You have to be tattooing and anyone who walks past your booth, you just kind of look up and be like, what's up, guys? How are you? Well, I was good with that. I just kept having to like stop. To, like, no, Cam, fucking Cam t-shirt. You did extremely well. Yeah. Hell yeah. The only thing I was worried However, about. However. <laughs> no, what were you worried about? Like, <laughs> Is I have trouble like stopping and then getting back into the flow, right? Like when tattooing. How do you think you're gonna get good at that? Stopping during the middle of tattooing. <laughs> Probably practicing. Probably practicing. Yeah. 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 No, but it's part of the convention, and yeah. like, and and those things help your marketing. They help your you know total sales. It's part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, if you're not doing that, what the fuck's the difference between tattooing at the shop and tattooing at a convention? Yeah. Right. Like, it's there for exposure. Some people go there planning to lose money. You know, I know we're all scared and we want to, like, make sure we profit from it or whatever. Some people just want to get their name out. Correct. I was totally okay with, like, My this, first this convention, convention being a loss. If yeah. I was like, yo, as long as I'm yeah. going to one and getting my name out there, I have to do the first step. I was completely stoked with the outcome. Like, yeah. I was able to buy a machine and still walk yeah. away with profits. So, it was so awesome. Cam... Bought a machine, and then the next day we got sponsored by that company. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay though, because like I love their products. Yeah. And to be honest, like anyone else, like the point of their career that I'm in would continue to have to buy machines for years to come. Yeah. So like I have no problem. Like even was telling him, like the dude from Bishop, like I love your guys's products, and I have yeah. no problem supporting them. And like yeah. this is something that I've wanted, and is almost like an accomplishment in myself that I was able to purchase this machine. No, Bishop was awesome. Yeah, Bishop was awesome. I mean, there was a lot of awesome people. Obviously, Algor was awesome. Sanderm was amazing. Yeah. They Al took Gore, care of all of our Al clients. Gore and Sanderm were Sanderm really was even coming up to our booth and like walking our clients to their yeah. booth, and which they were was on really the nice. Others, yeah, they were like row one. They're row like thirty. That's right. Cool. Last right. row. That's cool. Yeah, they were really good. To they us. were just sanitizing all the clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's fun because like everyone's like giving you products to like try, and they're yeah. like coming back and they want feedback. So that was really interesting for me, and I, I think for you, because I want to give real feedback. Yes, yeah, you know. And to be honest, like me saying it's a good product does nothing for you. So like I'm looking for the negative things to say. And it was fun, like, you know, maybe this isn't, like, testing shit on my clients, you know, whatever. <laughs> I tattooed a couple friends, so I was yeah. like, yo, whatever. Yeah, uh, right. Even to the point where, like, people were giving me, like, fake machines to use, and I was like, fuck <laughs> it, let's try it out, you know, whatever. Yeah. it out for five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we were testing out, like, needles. Yo, orange. funny story about Cam. <laughs> so, yeah. listen, everyone gets stressed at the convention, right? Yeah. So, you know how you have, like, your table, and then there's, like, 
space in between each table to like walk into the booth. So Cam has had his bed set up so it was covering the walkout area so no one could go. And I was like, yo, yo, buddy, like move your table up a little bit so there's like walk. And then I don't know what he said, but it didn't it didn't move or it moved back. And then the second time I was like, yo, bud, move your table up. Like people are gonna bump into your table. And then whatever. And then there was like the third time. I'm like, dude, move your fucking table up, bro. <laughs> like, I keep bumping into it. And he's like, I can't get around the client. So then when he's tattooing, I fucking kick the bed. <laughs> it's okay. He still didn't fucking move it. Of course. Yeah. Some lessons need to be learned multiple times. New York's going to be sick, though. Dude, I'm so excited. Right. New York's going to be cool. But I think, like... Because I would like if, like, people watch this and maybe they could get, like, some info on, like, doing their first conventions or, like, things to look for when going to a convention. To be honest, prior to going to Philly, for some reason I had it in my head, like, fuck conventions. They're not going to do anything for me. I just didn't want to really, like, travel. Because they, they are stressful, right? They are definitely stressful. And, like, I always get anxiety traveling, really, that I'm just going to forget something or I'm going to be unprepared. You know, thankfully, a lot of the companies go to the bigger conventions so you can have those products. Yeah. But, like, I'll still bring everything. Like, I bring a bed. I bring an armrest. Now, I'm grateful because, like, I'll book out and I know the body parts I'm going to do. Yeah. But when you don't book out and you don't know, you kind of got to be prepared for everything. Because those beds that they'll rent beds at the convention, they sell out. Like within negative 15 minutes of the start. And it's more work because you got to show up like at 10 o'clock on Friday, like way earlier than mm -hmm. the convention starts. And still to, hope you made it yeah, and to early get a, enough to get a bed. I mean, you know, you're coming in. I always come in the day before, if not two days before, depending on if I want to like chill in the city. Yeah. I check in, you know, I get my artist pass there. and whatever. Uh get all that prepared, if I shipped anything, you know, a little trick that I'll do is a lot of times, like, the cheap shit, like, iPad stands, um, what else, sometimes even massage tables, I'll just order the hotel, because they're, like, 60 bucks, 30 bucks for the stand, and it's cheaper than, like, shipping or checking it on a plane, and I just leave it there at the end so of the convention New York, my whole family lives there i'm shipping a bed i'm gonna yeah. get like a hundred dollar bed off amazon ship it to her house pick it up oh it i got like two ipad stands two beds yeah. at my dad's house in jersey <laughs> yeah if i'm ever fucking tattooing in the tri-state area yeah. yeah i love going up there because i have places to keep all my shit yeah i need to tell you about allegory's new ultra black this stuff is dark maybe even darker than my childhood it is amazing for lining, shading, and even blackouts. And I know a thing or two about blacking out. You got to check this stuff out on allegoryinc.com. Use discount code unemployable for 20% off. Again, go to allegoryinc.com, check out their new ultra black, and use discount code unemployable for 20% off. Yeah. Meeting people is so important. Even if you're like a new tattooer, like go up to all the brands you use and just yeah. introduce yourself. That's what I did. And, and really? I'll even be like, hey, thank you guys for creating such a good product. Mm -hmm. I use it and I love it. And it helps me in my career. You know, and you keep going back to these places and they get familiar with their, you. 
you know, it could lead to anything, any kind of relationships or products or reviews Even or that improvement brand you see on products. Right there, it's because I went up to this guy. I was like, "Dude, this is it, that's not the print I yeah. got." I went up to him. I was like, "Dude, this is the sickest print ever. Right. Can you ship me one in the biggest right. size you make?" Right. And he did, but he sent me all that stuff, and mm-hmm. we like exchanged prints, and like we talk all the time online now. Like, yeah, the like, network can be so useful. Yeah. Not only, like, getting cool shit and whatever, asking, like, what convention are you doing next, talking about guest spots, like, they getting... They all... Everyone Yo, I met at Philly last year, we all were... They were like, yeah. hey, you coming to Philly? Mm-hmm. I was like, not this year. Yeah. A lot of people seem like they're doing you know? Chicago. Chicago's yeah. a big one. Chicago Dallas. sounds huge. Dallas, Dallas is too. big, too. Yeah. Dallas, Chicago, and I think Milwaukee. Are, it's like... Yeah. Th- there's remember, one random like, That's one. what everyone... I was like, what's your next convention? Everyone's like, Chicago, 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 yeah. Chicago. Like, a lot of people are hitting that one. Yeah. And with villain arts, you will start to notice this. The more you go, it's all the same people for villain arts. Oh, probably. Always. Like, there'll be more people. But there's certain people you can count on being there every single villain arts show. And that's cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But even sometimes with clients, which I wanted to talk about today. Do you know what the topic Fucking clients. Damn, Cam. No, that's not. The, yeah, it's. Not <laughs> <laughs> you fuck your clients, dude. Fuck no. <laughs> and my girlfriend was a client. Oh, yeah, bro. So you fuck, you fuck your clients. You fuck clients. You're a client fucker, dude. No. You're a client you just call them in the morning. I did. Bro, you literally I mean, met her at the shop. I asked permission first, though. No, you didn't. You didn't ask. You didn't even ask permission. You just lied to yourself and you believed. I did it. ask you to take her out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care. You probably did. I was like, look, she booked like six fucking appointments. Right. I just take this chick out. It's serious. So let's talk about that for a sec. So she came in as a client, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then she like got mad tattoos. Maybe you're like, oh, I think this chick's interested in me. And later you found out she was. She was yeah. kind of trying to pursue you, right? Yeah. And then, I mean, you're always left with that decision. Like... And not to make it this, like, simple, but, like, would I rather have the money or the sex? Bro, I was doing free tattoos. Because you never though. get both. I was doing free tattoos. Why not? Right, but it would have turned into money. Do you know that or no? You charge you don't now, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I think she would never have come back. I mean, you can never charge her again. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. But I was doing free tats for <laughs> months. It wasn't anytime soon. Fair. And to be honest, she brought me so many other clients that do pay. So that's why I love that my girl has no tattoos. It's probably so <laughs> good. I never have to tattoo so her. So far, yeah. <laughs> Yo, because I've dated tattoo artists, and you fucking end up tattooing them all the time. And like yeah. best case scenario, nothing changes. And but you had to work for free. Yeah, that's the best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Worst case scenario, you fuck it up. You got to see it all the time. It just becomes this eyesore. They fucking hate it. You fight. It is such a bad situation. Right? He doesn't know. Bro, my ex. I was still an apprentice when we had first started dating. Have you fucked clients? Never. Really? I've turned people I'm fucking into clients. Like, if we stop sleeping together, they'll still come and pay for tattoos. Like, they're, like, naked on your bed. You're like, yeah, you should cover that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> I can fix that I can fix you. that for Here's you. Here's my yeah. card. Text my assistant. Yeah. <laughs> and do you charge him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's the move. Yeah. And then a lot of time, like, they want to play it cool. They're like, yeah, I wouldn't expect you for free or anything. And you're, and then you're like, yeah, I really respect that. So it's a 
Full day. Yeah, so <laughs> that would be two thousand dollars. Exactly. <laughs> and then you're not a prostitute. Yeah. yeah. It's great. <laughs> you don't know nothing about nope. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't like fuck with my money. If I have a client, I'm not fucking them. Yeah. They'll stay my client. But I turn people all like date. I'll still tattoo people I've gone on dates with. They come in and they pay and yeah, as long as it's not awkward or it doesn't affect the end product, because especially like, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I came in the industry really young, really stupid, no life skills. I was fucking clients left and right. You know what I mean? And and I had to learn those hard lessons. Mm-hmm. And I guess thankfully, like my mentor at the time, let me fall on my face with that, you know, and not realizing like all the problems that occur, even if it's just like a casual relationship, you know? Because if you want to continue that, you got to deal with it. And then obviously, like, they're not a client anymore. It comes into a different space. And then you get a name for fucking your clients. So, like, before they even come in, it's harder to trust you. They expect you to be, you know, creepy or or hit on them. And I think it's a really common thing that happens in the industry. And it sucks. Because you, you get a name for it. There's a whole shot You're like, oh, for that. You could not even, like, be creepy or weird you could literally just like have a client, it turns into a relationship and then you break up and they're involved in the industry and they're upset at you and they talk shit about you and now you're a creepy client fucker. Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous game to play. <laughs> like Cam. Right. That's why I just like to keep that shit separate. Same. You know what I mean? If I can. Yeah. Yeah. Never clients. Right. I'll keep that separate. Anymore. Anymore. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, if we had to like, because we don't have like a rule at the shop, like don't fuck clients or whatever, but it's kind of like you should know better. Yeah. But would you say it's ever okay? If they still pay you. (laughs) It's like situationally. They're like continuing to book, you know, they're showing interest. And then you as a person, like, you know, you're tattooing a human. You spend a lot of time with them. You're talking. If you guys have things in common, like maybe. But if it's like a mutual agreement, that's different. Because what if like a client comes in, you're tattooing them, like you're talking a lot. You really get along. They invite you to go out. It's this organic relationship. You start fucking, you start dating, you get married, you have kids. Like, is that wrong? That's You're just never happily gonna get ever after. money again yeah. and you gotta be okay I with mean, that. But there's like there's, there's plenty of clients. You, know, you lose one, but what's gaining another? You know, maybe now she's sending her friends, you know, you gain two or three from her. It's like situational. Depends really. I think it's not like the ideal situation. You obviously right. shouldn't like shoe for yeah. it, but I don't think it's like an impossible situation either. No, I agree. I think you have to be real careful about that. Yeah. You know? Agreed. It's almost like dating your best friend's friend or something. Like, be fucking careful because yeah. you could think ruin about, some like, shit. Yeah. Think about how many times where, like, you're the client or you're like in the doctor's office and you get like a super hot nurse or some shit. You're like, oh, she's fucking. What doctor's office are That's you a porn. Well, I'm right. just, I'm and they deliver a pizza. <laughs> And then you want to take her out, and then she lets you, and then, like, you know, but, like, from your point of view, you're like, yes, I secured it. But, like, her point of view, it's, like, stepping in our shoes, you know? Like, she probably doesn't want to fuck with the clients, but, like, 
Do you have a nurse friend, or are you just making this up? No, it was just, like, the first thing that came to my <laughs> no, mind. No, I was just curious. Like, that was, like, client, patient situation, yeah. you know? Bringing HIPAA into this? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I just think of all, like, my business transaction deals, whatever, business to business. If, like, if anyone from there, like, approached me in that manner, I'd be so disappointed. It, I don't know, right? yeah. yeah. Like, if my, like, lawyer, doctor, accountant was like, what are you doing? I'd be like, fuck. Now I got to find a, a new one. If a client hits on me, I will make it kind of hard to get in my books again. Ooh, can you talk about Ooh, that? Oh, yeah, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Cam, you're the client. Obviously, you're the tattooer. Yeah. You're tattooing Cam. Uh-huh. Hit on her. <laughs> I like your hair. <laughs> Thanks. It's because uh, I'm straight out of hell. It matches the theme. I can poke you back. <laughs> I'm from Hilto. <laughs> Keep going. No, I suck at this. Yeah, get better at it. Yeah, act like it's a first date almost. Right, you're the pro. You're the one that fucks your clients. Exactly. You should yeah. know what to say, dude. You're you stop. <laughs> you, you literally are dating one of your clients. Go ahead. <laughs> Literally what you said before. <laughs> hey, what are you doing later? Yeah. Like shit like that. Yeah. What's your favorite drink? Why? What got you into tattooing? Desperation. <laughs> yeah, <too> <laughs> hey, you see? You Come on, Cam. Like this. Why? Cam, not- is this how you get the girls? No, I'm, I'm terrible at Thank this. Thank God. <laughs> so what do you do for a living? Cam, just try. <laughs> what do you do for a living? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for a living? <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you do? Like, what are you doing it. after this? Like. There you go. There you go. Not you. Dang. Good one. And then I'll like make a cute joke out of it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Do you ever start like talking down on yourself to appear less oh, attractive? All the time. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh my God, you're so cute. I'm like, no, I'm a fucking gremlin. Watch me. Yeah. Watch you. <laughs> Just, right. wait. Just wait. They're like, you wow, you're really like. You tattooing, bro? I'm like. You're like really put together and successful. I'm like, I used to do heroin all the time. <laughs> I probably have hepatitis. <laughs> you, know? you should see me after hours. You don't yeah. want to yeah. <laughs> I like I like this situation with Cam. Hit on her more. Dude. Don't no. take no for an answer. <laughs> no. Don't take you're gonna give up that easy, bro. She already proved her point. <laughs> no, she I don't think John's proved his though. <laughs> Come on, you got this. You can hit. You can hit on me if you want. I've never hit on like my tattoo artist though. What? Yeah, but you've hit on women before. Doesn't sound like it, but right? Yeah. Exactly. No, no, you haven't. You haven't hit on women. Horrible at this. Not my thing. So do you have? Tips like I said, on? I wait. I wait to be approached. Well, how did it happen with your girl? I wait to be approached. What'd she say? What are you doing after this? I don't this? remember. Stop. I'm it. pretty sure it was oh. Brian. Actually, what would he say? What are you, you doing, doing after my sister? This? What are you doing after? This? Wait, you fucked my sister? Like <laughs> what? <laughs> what? He was the one that invited me out to eat with them. Right. Yeah. And then what? There had to be some <laughs> point <laughs> where you show like, interest in her. Yeah. Unless she raped you. What did you do? Like hold her hand? <laughs> we went to cute? extreme. What? We went to extreme. To Action stream? park? Yeah. It was oh. like one of my. No, you said a stream, like a river. I'm like, that's what do you what do you do there? <laughs> Go karting? So what do you like bump into her? Fuck like, yeah, you like you like that bitch. I smoked her on the track. <laughs> so no you didn't remorse. let her win. All right. No remorse. First right. place every time. Cool. That's that's a hit quality. maneuver and everything. That's how you do it. 
Assert dominance really fast. <laughs> then what? <laughs> Assert dominance by not knowing how to flirt. <laughs> and then go. <laughs> you have teeth. I have teeth. <laughs> you I got a beard. <laughs> you don't. How crazy is that? <laughs> it wasn't a hookup, though. That's his thing. I know. But I know I'm maybe it just, maybe just doesn't come to mind. Like, there's, like, ways you show interest versus not showing interest, you know? especially like subtle things and i think it's a good thing to be aware of to know if it's being done to you we didn't hook up until like three months into knowing each other well i mean i'm just like, i don't me, really care very, about like, that slutty though that's not like what i was pursuing no one's saying she's a slut like, shit no like what you're saying is like it didn't happen like that what's that like i just fuck any client like it didn't happen like that i'm not saying that i'm just saying you fuck clients <laughs> back in the day don't worry sorry victoria because so, i i was terrible at that like people would be hitting on me and i wouldn't even realize and then like i would just keep going with it like being being nice i guess or just yeah. non-confrontational and then there were points where like it ended up causing issues for me with levi i just started being straight up mean to him i like levi. i was <laughs> so fucking mean to him his last session i was like if you don't sit the Fuck down and stop hitting on me. I'm done tattooing you. Right. You set a boundary I, like an adult. But that got, was like eight sessions. Yeah. Eight, I've tattooed this guy many times and it just gets progressively worse and yeah. worse. And so last time I like flipped out. I was like, what is wrong with you? Sit down, shut up and let me tattoo you. And did he? Yeah. Uh, he fell asleep drunkenly. So. Ten seconds. Ten. Yeah. For a couple of minutes he was quiet. 